I think this is a very interesting topic and I'm actually like I'm happy you've asked this because I think that this is something that is not discussed a lot I think it's something that you're right the non-Muslims they discuss it a lot right it's a massive amounts of stuff uh, on self-love and all this kind of stuff from an Islamic perspective I don't think in our everyday kind of discussions it hardly ever comes up self-love you know, a lot of it is to do with the way we kind of, our paradigms are built when it comes to arrogance and, and all those kind of things that are linked to things like self-esteem, self-worth, all this stuff. I think generally what we need to do is we need to assess where we are with different things. And then based on those, I would say that we need to make sure that uh, we are balanced individuals. Like generally that, that's my approach. When it comes to strength and stuff, it's good. You like, you build on your strength, you do more of what you're good at. If there's something you're not good at and you're, you're below the minimum, threshold uh, a weakness then you should like definitely work on that like generally people say you shouldn't work on your weaknesses because they're always going to be weak and this and that I, I don't i don't believe that fully i think for example let's say that you're not you're not fasting like full ramadan for example like if you're below the mandatory threshold then I don't think, oh yeah, it's just a weakness, don't focus on it. I actually believe that you should focus on it and you should try to uh, raise the game and all those kind of things. Of course, there's things that you're naturally more good at and therefore you doing those things makes a lot of sense. I think with self-love, self-care, self-esteem, self-worth, all of these kind of things, again, I think it's a case of looking at where you are because there are truly some individuals out there that are like Muslim, non-Muslim, whatever. They do have a lot of self-care. They do care about their own opinions and themselves and all this stuff. And, and it's just on a very daily dangerous level so for an individual like that i'll be like look self-care self-worth throw it out the window like what you need is actually to respect other people and for you to you know give other people the time and, and, and think of people in a good way and treat them in a good way so this is someone who's got too much self-worth too much arrogance all this stuff so this is the general advice i'll give to someone like that but then when you've got someone who's completely on the other side where you know they have very low self-esteem they have very low confidence they have very this very that with that person it's like no you need to raise the game like you need to go to a whole next level of self-care and all this stuff so i think like it really depends where you sit in and around this stuff also what i would say is that you know self-worth self-esteem all this stuff you know from a from a quranic perspective like whenever i read different ayahs in the quran especially to do with entering the hellfire when there are people who constantly in the quran it keeps talking about people who are who are saying to their leaders and to their chiefs and everyone else like you guys got us into Jahannam. That's what they're saying, basically. That, of course, it's their own fault as well. But they're kind of saying that we followed you in here. Like, we basically came with you. We did what you said and all this kind of stuff. And I think that a lot of the reason why people just follow others is because they don't have the confidence. They don't have the self-worth. They don't have the self-esteem. They don't have the right levels of these things for them to actually resist, right? And it's natural as human beings, you know, we're used to being in a social setting. So it's hard to stand up and resist and all this kind of stuff. So I'm not saying that in a judgmental way, but I just mean that it's a very, very serious thing, right? And then when you enter a relationship with someone else uh, and there's no self-esteem for you, there's no self-worth, what it does sometimes is actually really is detrimental to the relationship because just like someone doesn't believe that they're worth anything, to them, they will always have the paradigm of their partner giving them the same thing as well. Like just fulfilling the same paradigm of not feeling worthy and not feeling, you know, loved and all this stuff. So when the time comes, like an argument happens, then people will default to their paradigm like an argument happens right and someone like husband and wife argue and then the wife will go back to her 
typical paradigm of like I'm not worthy or you know it's my fault or I'm not worthy of love or no one cares about me like all these kind of things will come in right and then it just kind of like obviously has a pressure and of course men have their own paradigms as well right like you know she doesn't care she doesn't look after me she doesn't do this all this usual kind of uh, paradigm stuff so I think it's really really important to kind of see where you are see what's needed and then take it from there but definitely I think that we should all have a level of self-care self-love self-respect self-esteem I think it's something that is actually really really important right but i would say be careful of the rules around it be careful of the rules around it because what happens is that the rules around things are built on your paradigm as well so for example let's say that i've been brought up my whole life watching disney movies okay now if i've been watching disney movies my whole life what would happen is when i grow up i will start to think that the way you know, I'm supposed to get married, for example, is that I'm supposed to meet someone who is not from my own kind and very different to me and this and that, meet them in a very random setting. And, you know, over some time, that person will develop to be the person that uh, I fall in love with and I will marry, right? And people around me are going to resist it uh, and they're going to resist it and, and, you know, they're going to be against it. But eventually I will kind of, you know, just get on with it and get over it. I think it'll be fine. Everything will work out, you know. And so this paradigm is a direct response to me watching Disney movies my whole life. So in the same way, like, you know, if we don't have that right level of self-care, self-love, self-esteem, all these kind of things, it will be affected as well because you will have certain rules for things and this is the main point right like whose rules apply like you know how, how sometimes like especially myself like i used to watch tv programs as a child and in the tv programs you would see like typical white parents saying to their kids oh i love you son right and then like us who live in asian households or african or, or like these kind of different households like our parents don't come to us every day and say oh son i really love you and you know daughter i really love you and all this stuff which is kind of weird now because i see i see my parents speaking like that to my kids i'm like why didn't you speak to me like that when i was a kid right but like what happens is that our minds go oh look this rule is that if my parents love me like the tv programs i'm watching they will say i love you son so the rule is that if your parents say, I love you, son, that means they love you. And if they don't fulfill that rule, that means they don't love you, right? And this is what I'm saying. So, so now what we can do is either I can go to my mom and dad and say, mom, dad, look, you need to tell me every single morning that you love me, right? So that I can feel good. So we can either change the circumstance or we can change the rule. Or I can go to myself, you know what? Every time my dad buys me groceries, that means he loves me, right? So you see, there's two ways now, right? Either we change the situation, the circumstance, by going to mom, dad, saying, mom, dad, you must tell me this, you must do this every day. Or we change the rules and we say, no, no, just because they don't say they don't love me, that is not it. If my mom makes me biryani, that means she loves me. If my dad buys groceries for us, that means he loves me. If my dad goes to work, it means he loves me. Like you see the difference, right? Like imagine your, your, your parents don't tell you they love you or they don't do, or your husband doesn't tell you he loves you, whatever it is, right? But you change the rules to make it easy to win. And this is one of the bad things human beings do. We make it hard to win, right? So many people I worked with uh, in terms of coaching and stuff. And one of the things, uh, one of the typical type of people I work with are those people that don't feel successful. They don't feel successful, right? And when I sit down with them and I'm like, okay, tell me what have you done? And they're like, I've done this, I've done this, I've done that. And they've done all this stuff and I'm like, you still don't feel successful? They're like, no. And the truth is, it's because they've never set goalposts or they've never set rules that they can actually meet. They set rules which are impossible. And, you know, today it's kind of like, if you look at social media, social media is actually a very dangerous thing from that perspective. Because a lot of the people nowadays 
are growing up with that whole comparing mindset, right? So they're looking at, like, imagine me right, right now, yeah? Like, if I'm looking at someone my age, I'm like, oh, I don't know, someone, this guy's my age, and he's like a billionaire, and he's got, he's got this many cars, and he's got this. Imagine I start comparing myself with that, right? But for today's young people, it's even worse. Why? Because they've been comparing themselves when, when they were 11, when they were 12, when they were 13, when they were 14, and they're constantly seeing this stuff, right? So when you do that to yourself, you will find that it will have a massive impact on you. So what I'm saying is that you make the rules harder. So what happens is I'm on TikTok and I see that just like I'm a 15-year-old girl, there's another 15-year-old girl on TikTok, TikTok and she's got like 4 million followers on TikTok. And I'm like, I got no followers. And everyone's telling her, oh, I love you and you're so amazing and you're great and this and this and this. And I'm like, no one loves me. And it's like, if someone really loved me, then I would have a million followers. And if I was a really great person, I would have to have a million followers on TikTok. That would mean that I'm a good person. That means I'm worthy. That means I'm worthy of respect and love and all this stuff, right? So now the rules and the boundaries we've set are like crazy boundaries, right? And I'm like, if you could set your own rules, wouldn't you set easy rules for yourself? Like imagine if I was going to do an exam today, right? It's like, what, what rules would I set for my exam? I'll be like, okay, just write your name, write the date on top and you pass with flying colors. Like that's the rules I want to set for myself. So in the same way, I would really, really advise that. Yes, self-care and self-love and self-esteem, all this. But I wouldn't judge it by the non-Muslim standards and I wouldn't judge it by their rules. I would actually sit down, I would make up my own rules. Right. And how do you do that? You can actually look at specific things. Like if you, even if you think about like a, a friend who's there, like if you, if a friend said they were really stressed and they're really this and that, like what kind of advice would you give them? What should they do? Like even, even simple things like taking a walk alone without your phone, you know, having a nice, nice bath or a shower or like whatever it is, I would say like, rather than it being a thinking thing where you're just thinking, thinking, like plan out activities and things where you kind of give to yourself. Right? So you could just give yourself a walk in a nice park. You could just give yourself like, you know, I'll give you an example. Tomorrow, like today, I'm going to be exhausted when everything's all said and done, right? Tomorrow, Thursday, Mr. Grumpy, that's me, right? So tomorrow, I, literally, I'm just going to spend some time, self-care, self-love, self-esteem, you know, go to a nice coffee shop, have nice food, relax. Going to do a bit of work. I've got some work planned and everything. But just a very, very different day because look, I've been full out today. I've been full out with the family over the last couple of days. You know, I've been here for you guys. Like I deserve for me to have a rest. I deserve for me to take a break and I deserve for me to recuperate so I can give the best of myself to, to you and everyone else. So in the same way, this is what I'm saying, that start thinking about things you could do on a weekly. Like literally I would sit down and I'd be like, okay, what are two or three things that I could do practically in my week self-love self-care and all this kind of stuff because once you do this and then you actually follow through and do this stuff you will start to feel better you will find that over and and by the way this is not something that you will find that you you feel better over like five six weeks later if you if you pick the habits right now even little things that you want to do you will find that immediately after you do it you will feel better so for example one of the things we were saying to sister seal uh, last week was that like you should definitely go and you should uh, do some meditation. So if you actually give yourself the time and you sit down and you meditate for 10 minutes, right? You will actually feel better about yourself. And so what happens is self-esteem, self-care, self-worth, self-love, all that stuff, it goes up because you did an activity for yourself. And, and the same thing, like I said, if you have a really nice bath or if you have a really nice shower, or if you go to a really nice park or if you go for a walk or if you eat something you really like or you drink something or you give something, like all of these things, they will actually take all of those self-worth, self-self-self-self things to a much higher level. 
So I would say like uh, along with changing the rules and all this stuff, I would say like really look at yeah, think about it, and maybe some of the other brothers and sisters can kind of chime in as well, right? Like how would you kind of like give to yourself? How do you kind of you know give yourself time and so that you can increase your self worth, self self esteem, and all of these things? And this is why I'm saying that I feel that just when you get into that mindset of giving to yourself, what that does is it actually psychologically says to yourself, oh, I'm giving to him because he's worthy of giving, right? Or I'm giving to her because she's worthy of giving and she deserves to be given and she's good enough to be given right so i think that this is what i'm saying that practically i would definitely advise that you do things uh, for yourself and and you have to give yourself time and and you know alhamdulillah like you know you've got all the life to come inshallah with being married and all this stuff but especially when you get married and this is why a lot of the time i say to my wife i'm like look just leave us and go out like go out Take your camera, go for a walk, take some pictures, go out for the day, go with your friend, like do something where you're not with us, right? Because especially for a mother, it's very difficult because a mother is constantly on, right? She's fully on and she's always doing stuff and it's always for everyone else. And a lot of mothers, a lot of uh, wives, they can feel like that, right? Like it's just like you're, you're just living for everyone else. Mm -hmm. And so it's really important. That's why I always say to my wife, like go out and spend time and do something for yourself. And, and in the same way, I would say that you guys should definitely think of those kind of things as well where you are actually doing stuff which you know benefits you makes you feel good makes you feel do things you know it could be anything like i said it could be going to the spa it could be getting a massage it could be you know meeting a friend it could be going for dinner whatever it is but i would say plan something in every week and it could actually be a fun thing you do every week where you sit down and you go right this week what am i doing to make myself feel really good and give to myself right and then i would advise obviously like do the other side of that right where you actually do work hard and you do do all the other things that you're supposed to do and stuff and then this is more of a reward rather than it just being like i just chill and have a good time all the time although i do feel like that. i just spent i spent my wife was saying to me today we've done three malls in three days and she's like i hate malls like shopping malls she hates malls she really hates malls right uh, shopping centers and all this stuff and so she's like we just spent three days in three malls and i don't want it so um definitely definitely make sure that you know there's a balance between these things but yeah i think i think you should plan something and you should come back and tell us next week that hey you know what this is what i did and this is what i thought